Hello, welcome to episode 4 of season 2. This is the week we discuss Donnie, Pools, Bradford, and Christ. I'm going to struggle to get this right on a text to speak. Gills. Gulls. Giles. Illy. Gills. Did Gills work? Let's go with it. It's the lower league nook. 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 last week's or the week before's but guys welcome to episode four we're on episode four grant of season two of the lower made it Look. this far um honestly <laughs> a couple of weeks ago it came close to us not making it any further so let's try not to get sued this week grant <laughs> um what i will say is chris has not just changed again this week chris has doubled um so we have aaron with us today aaron's joining us representing Doncaster Rovers, obviously last season, didn't know anything about them. They weren't here. They've dropped down. So let's give him some shit for that because it's funny. Um, and then we've got Matt. Now, Matt, you run the... Is it Right, I need to ask this. Is it Jill's in the blood or Gill's in the blood? It's Jill's in the blood because it's Gillingham. Yeah, but you, you just... do it with, a, you do it with a hard G and you search on YouTube, you get a very different channel. Oh, should I, I, I won't share that, but I'll have a Google. I was going to say, leaves it not a bit obvious that it's not fucking Gillingham. Yeah, well, I knew Come that, on. but it says, it says it's not that bad. Gills. It's just fishing related. The other channel, it's nothing too, you know, oh, horrific. Right. I thought I thought it was like some sort of weird fetish. That was about no, to no, 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 no. <laughs> I've not found that one yet. No, uh, if I find it, I'll let you know. But yeah, no, yeah, welcome, guys. Link. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll tweet you out. <laughs> but no, thanks, thanks for joining us. It's it's good to finally. You, Matt, especially as well. We've been speaking for quite a while. It's good to see each other face to face. Beautiful man. Good like to be you. on. How are you doing? How's it been? How's your like? Yeah, we'll just jump straight into it. We're not going to do it with any structure. We're going to ask the questions. We did. We're going to cover Bradford and Hartlepool tonight as well. So me and Grant can talk a little bit. We don't normally do that. Grant's going to talk to me about Bradford because otherwise I'll go out on a bit of a tangent. Uh, but yeah, guys, both of you. First of all, last season, sum it up. Um, I'll come to you first, Aaron. <laughs> Some last season up for me for you guys. Go from like when did it obviously it went wrong? When did it go wrong? I mean, first of all, the one word I would describe it with is torture. Um, <laughs> I could use many, I could just I could do many different one words abysmal, um, torturous, humiliating, embarrassing. If I could do, you know, what down is explicit on um Spotify, yeah, so you are allowed yeah, to say absolute say dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I go with it. I think I'd probably say either explicit or rant as well. I think that's probably describes our season best, explicit or rant, because I could literally go on for ages. Um, I think where it all started to go wrong was pre-season. We had COVID troubles. We started to rack up the injuries. We blew our budget on Tommy Rowe coming back and Ben Close, who's still injured now. Um, I think Ben Close should be back in a couple of weeks, fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed, no setbacks. And uh, Tommy Rowe, you know, it's good It's good to have him back. You know, he's obviously a, he's a modern-day legend at the club, been here for a few years in the past. So, you know, it's always good to get him back. But I think we blew our budget on a couple of players and basically panicked by the rest of the window. I think we, I think that was evident on deadline day when Vilka was there in his Newcastle tracksuit for a Doncaster Rovers signing. I think it was clear that he came up from the coach to, from, I think Newcastle were playing Sheffield Wednesday on that night of deadline day. So, um, in the Papa John's trophy with under 21s. So I think Volker came up from Hillsborough, or oh, I think he took his picture with the Newcastle tracksuit on, 
in the Rovers changing room and then went straight on the bus to Sheffield Wednesday or came back from the bus and did the picture. So it, it was complete and utter panic. And, you know, it, it just tra- transfer wise, it was a massive, massive failure. Striker was the position that we need to replace since, since Marquise left under Darren Moore. Uh, we we're replacing it with short term players like Rakesh Bingham and Kwame Thomas. And oh, like- Rakesh Bingham. I know it's a hard one. And then we had loans like Niall Ennis, who didn't do too badly, but just didn't get enough goals. Um, and then. So you had a season we had Rakesh Bingham and Omar Bogle. And, yeah. well, and yeah. Jordi Huwula as well. Jo- uh, don't get me. I'm so glad he's gone. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice guy. I've spoke to him off. I spoke to him before match. He's a nice guy. And so is Joe Dodu. But I'm just, just, I'm so glad they're gone. So glad they're gone. They, yeah. You could just tell already, Joe Dudu Joe didn't even turn up for the first day of pre-season this season, and now he's gone. Jordi Willow was with Ross County in Verona since the start of pre-season, so he wasn't even with us before we sold him. He was training with Ross County, so yeah. we could just no, tell no, they didn't no, want no. to be here anymore. Go back a second. You got money for Jordi Huula. <laughs> We got fifty thousand pounds. It's now reported by Fraser. I think his name's Fraser Campbell. I think the journalist is, or Fraser something. Uh, one of the top young journalists in Scotland now. Fifty thousand pounds, apparently. Which I think oh, some fool, of that's gone Ross into County. the Adam Long deal today. Oh, fool, Ross County. Well, it, it went. It went tits up for you. Um, we'll go on to your transfers um, soon. But Matt, yeah. for you as well. What what went on with you guys? How did you guys end up in this, this the best league in England? <laughs> you asked me that in six months. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, similar issues. We effectively didn't have a pre-season. I think someone caught it the first couple of days. Everyone had to go home and isolate because it was still a 10-day isolation period then. And then we came back and someone else got it. So I think we was off for three weeks. Um, we never really replaced uh, Jack Bonham. Um, well, so we did replace Jack Bonham. That's probably unfair to Jamie Cumming, who was very good after the season. But people like Jordan Graham and Connor Ogilvy. We was always going to downgrade, unfortunately. And that's no disrespect to the people that come in, but they were just too good for us and too good for League One um, in Jordan Graham's case. Um, Steve Evans said that he was going to run with, well, he labelled it a small squad full of quality and not quantity. Um, I'm not sure we ended up with either, to be quite frank, unfortunately. There was, a few, there was very few people, if you say, tell me which people came out and enhanced or at least kept their reputation from that season. And I'd probably say you could do it on less than half a hand. So, um, yeah, it was just pretty much all the same words that Charles used. It was it was awful from start to finish. And then the worst bit of it was almost in a weird kind of way was that Neil Harris came in and actually gave us a chance. And, and then you got all pissed off and fed up all over again because I'd convinced myself probably three or four times through the autumn and the winter up to Steve Evans leaving in January that we were going. Yeah. So to then get it really close and to take it to the final day was was incredible in itself because Neil Harris effectively had the same squad. I mean, Carl Dempsey left on deadline day, our captain, and went to Bolton and we bought in Ben Thompson. Um, but aside from that, it was the same group of players. Um, so for Neil to even get it to, to Rotherham at home, if someone had said to us, deadline day, are we going to take it to Rotherham at home and you need to win the start, we'd have said, yes, please. But yeah. I think we worked so hard under Harris to get ourselves back into contention that, that when we did get out of the relegations. So it was almost like we didn't know what to do and we hit a wall physically, mentally and his longest winless run um, last season was the final six, sadly, at the most crucial time. So, yeah, it was just... I was, I was the same with you, Matt. Sorry, I was going to say, I was the same with you, Matt, because, like, if we'd not 
gone from 3-0 up to 4-3 against Morecambe, we'd have probably stayed up. Because we were two, I think we were a win away from staying up in the end because of the turnaround from McSheffrey over Wellens. So if we beat Morecambe or maybe turned it around against you lot when you came to us, when you scored in the first minute and we didn't score for 90 minutes, we'd have probably stayed up. Yeah, so and we, if we didn't concede in the 97th minute at Sunderland, we'd have stayed up. It's all ifs and buts, isn't it? If your yeah. auntie had a cock, she'd be your uncle. So, Well, to be fair, <laughs> or these days, she can have both. And still be your uncle. He's allowed now, or he or... <laughs> However, they want to identify, yeah, but that's exactly. Yeah. exactly. We are the all-inclusive lower league. Look, what I will say, you mentioned Steve Evans there. It's uh, it's interesting that you said about the the quantity or the quality thing because he's he's doing the same again with Stevenage. He signed ten players, and don't get me wrong, that the ten players that he signed, he signed some very very good players mm. for Stevenage. But I think looking here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen released or sold. He's, he's Which I understand is... from the point of view that he's coming halfway through a season, so it's not his squad. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's very yeah. Steve Evans, isn't it? Yeah, like you say, there's yeah. some good signings in there. I mean, he's got our former keeper, Aaron Chapman, who I think was one of our best players, ironically, after yeah. Steve Evans left. So I don't understand why Chappie's gone there, to be honest, because they signed him last summer and then we bought in Jamie Cumming on loan and Chappie ended up as number two. And then they've done exactly the same. He's bought in Chapman. And then he saw on the lad from Fulham on loan who was at Boreham Wood last season. So it looks you're not Sweet. telling me that a Premier League youngster's gonna come in to sit on the bench. So it's um Taylor Ashby Hammond, isn't it? Yeah. I think the, yeah. the yeah. other keeper. So but yeah, he's got some good players in. Another one of ours is, is Jordan Roberts. Everyone thought that was for Dane Oliver. That was quite good for a Friday night a couple of weeks ago. I think Evans just said, right, let's banter the Jules fan base. We're going to sign a player who's got exactly the same haircut as for Dane Oliver and see what happens. <laughs> um but yeah, he's I mean he Steve Evans is probably one of the best managers in the division if he's got half decent budget. Which he's he's he one of the best he didn't managers. Have no, and, and do you know what? So we, we interviewed a, a Stevenage fan the other week, and it does look like he's got the budget maybe this time. Um he's got a half decent budget. What I will say is Steve Evans is yeah, it pains me to say he's one of the best managers in the league, but he's only one of the best managers if you if he's managing your team. When he's not managing your team, he's horrible. <laughs> Mate, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think, I think, there, I think people, I think it's public knowledge that Rovers fans are just holding back and not praising Steve Evans at all, whether he's our manager or not, because I think he's made us angry about three, three, four times the last few years. So not, I think we're sort of reluctant to praise Steve Evans well, at all. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone is. I'm going to say he was banned yeah. from our stadium. Can we just make that point? He was banned from our ground. It went to court. <laughs> he was. He got gunned for. It. He got charged. And he was he was taken to court, and he I believe he was banned from our ground. And then he tried to, what basically he tried to shoe himself in for the Bradford job before the Mark Hughes Kate situation, because yeah. he was at the games. It was in the, the like the local news. Steve Evans he was at the Bradford Oldham game. He bought himself a ticket. Like we we checked, we asked the question. No one invited him. No one knew he was coming. He just bought a ticket to the game. And then the press saw him and were like, Steve Evans, next Bradford manager. So he became odds on favourite. And it was I, just... I think every single time we've uh, put applications in for a new manager since probably Darren Ferguson, Steve Evans applied every single time. And every single time we said, hell no, you're not the man for the job. <laughs> Do you know what? There'll come a time where he is. I think I think, no. I think Steve I, I do I believe Steve Evans is the sort of manager maybe not Steve Evans but that sort of manager there's a time and a place where you you will need someone like that um 
And that is if you are struggling in the bottom half and you need to. to pull away from those conference spots towards the end yeah. of the season. That is exactly. I think we're making well, sure. I think we're making sure we're nowhere near those spots in our history from now on. I think we're yeah. making sure we're nowhere near that. <laughs> yeah, put it this way: four years ago, Oldham were saying the exact same thing. Yeah, um, that's the problem. It, it can change. <laughs> it can change. Um, but. We'll, we'll move on, because me and Grant don't need to talk about how our seasons went last year, because we can sum it up in one word, shite. Um, <laughs> apart from the Cup, I'm going to hold my head up and say apart from the Cups. Yeah, but we're, we're the lower season. league look, yeah. we're not the yeah. lower league Cup look. League so season. We can <laughs> yeah. talk about that. Um, transfers, the summer window, for me, I'll be honest, we're used to doing what Swindon are doing at the minute, which is it gets to late June, early July, going into pre-season, we've not really signed anyone. We've signed maybe a couple of players and then we start basically picking up what's left. Swindon are doing that at the minute. I'm not saying that Swindon are signing crap because I think that they're signing some good players, but we started early to the point where when the pre-season game started, the first game two weeks ago, we've not really brought anyone else in. We identified we needed a right-back. We'd brought in Halliday, um, who Aaron, I know you know a lot about. Um, and then we identified that we did need a decent striker. Uh, you know, we've got Andy Cook, but and I believe Andy Cook is a solid, solid League Two frontman. But I think we're looking for League Two and above. And I, I don't think maybe right now Andy Cook is that level. So we needed someone else. So we brought in Bidane Oliver, which is nice. And that's why we can talk, guys, because, you know, let's let's be honest. You didn't, you didn't want Bidane Oliver. You released him. So we took him from you. That's fine. <laughs> We'll just say Not it. True. No, it Not says true. right here. It says Vidane Oliver released. Yeah, um, we 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 wanted him to stay. Neil Harris wanted him, but they'd had a chat. I think when Neil took over, and Vidane said he wanted to go back up north at the end of the season, regardless of whether yeah. we stayed up. So because he's just had another little and and um, yeah. got a young family based in Sheffield. So, but he's a top bloke. Like I say, if um, if you can see that, that's um, that's what he sent me at the end of last season. So just out of the blue, messaged me on Instagram and said, "Can I have your address? I want to post you something." So he's a He's a really good wow. footballer. He should be in League One, and and so you've got a very good player at the level, and and I think yeah. it's potentially a game changer for you from being playoffs to to potentially top three. Yeah. So so for you then, summer transfer window. So not just summer transfer window, but the preseason games, things like that. What's 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 that been like so far? Sum it up. You know, how have your games gone? I've intentionally not really looked at your results because I want to see what your thoughts are, and I think if I look at them, it'll maybe. Put some preconceptions in my head, and I don't. I want yeah, to see sure. what your thoughts are on it. Also, sum it up, Matt. What for you? First of all, season. Well, we've played. Summer. We've played three first team fixtures. We've had a couple of eleven games where it's just basically been kids. So I don't take any notice of that. Um, we went to Folkestone, which is just a local non-league side. First game, one two nil, fairly comfortable from what I, I read. I didn't go. I was away because it was my birthday that weekend, so I missed that. Um, had a few trialists playing. The first one I watched was a week ago yesterday. That was Dover. They've just been relegated from National League in the National League South. They beat us 2-0. Um, we bossed the game. We had all the possession. But we, we had no strikers at the time. Like Literally not one senior striker on the books. And, and that told. Um, from box to box, we were absolutely fine. In each box, not so much. And that's why they beat us. I mean... Again, lots of trialists. We bought one on second half and I hope he never comes anywhere near us. Bless him. First tackle, gave away a free kick, nearly snapped our former captain in half. They scored from that. It's not I Lee Griffiths, is it? Off. Sorry? It's not Lee Griffiths. 
No, it was yep. Reese Greenwich, who I'd never heard of before. I think he was at Bolton. Um, yeah. But looked like Hightower at a police academy and <laughs> played football like Hightower at a police academy, unfortunately. Um, and then yesterday we played Portsmouth um, and we were very good. We were the better side for me. And I'm not just saying that with you know, the proverbial rose-tinted glasses. A lot of Pompey fans have said we deserved at least a draw. We had the better chances. Um, they scored a, a half-decent opener. Um, and then nicked one right at the end with literally the last kick of the game. But in between that, their keepers made two or three good saves. We're still probably five short. We've got to send one keeper back, unfortunately. He came in from Charlton on loan, highly rated, and he's dislocated his shoulder and needs an operation. But but the business Is that has Mayna, been... Maynard Brewer? Maynard Brewer, yeah, unfortunately. A lot of Charlton fans said so they thought he'd be around their squad. But he's, um, he's out till Christmas, so we've got to send him back. We've got to look for another keeper. I think Harry's come out yesterday after the game and said he still wants three or four outfield players as well so we'll probably be trying to run with between 20 and 22 but I'm, I'm pleased with all the signings we've got in so far I think they offer us different things a mix of experience youth legs finesse direct running pace pace was one thing if you watched any of our games last season we literally had none at all it was just get it and smack diagonals to Vidane Oliver and say go on go and do your best against the centre half and we'll pick up pieces um, and how did Vidane Oliver do when you smacked that ball to him, just, just out of curiosity? He did all right, but we, we flogged him to death, unfortunately, bless him. He probably played a lot of games 80% fit. If you, if you want to get a truer idea of, of Vidane Oliver, watch the season before. when you play, If you play with natural wit, Bradford, if you've got two half-decent wingers that will get you know on the outside or, or get balls into the box, into the six-yard area, the penalty spot, then Veer come alive. He'll score you 15, 16 league goals. I'm confident of that. I, just, I, I sent him a message on uh, Instagram and said, obviously, all the best with the move. As long as you shit twice, so. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, just being shit twice would be an improvement for us. I'd be buzzing with that. Oh yeah, obviously I meant two specific games, but yeah, I mean yeah. if you if you only have him being shit twice, then you've done all right as well. But if he can do that in at Valley Parade against us and at the Priestfield, then we're all happy. Yeah, well, well, I mean we're not. Let's be honest, we're not. <laughs> I I want to go and beat him this season. Um, so so yeah, you. I mean, you said he said he wants another three, four outfield players because you guys have. You've signed some numbers, haven't you? You've, you've signed quite a yeah, few. Yeah, but we only had seven to start with. Oh, right. Okay. So we're at 16 at the moment. Obviously, we've had to send the keeper back. So, yeah, so if you say a keeper, 16, four would get us to 20, 21. So there's rumours of a couple of loans, hopefully, in the offing this week. Uh, ah, so we're, I'm, I'm just quite happy to know here that we are not the lowest side in numbers in the league so far. No, I think we still are just... Um, because I don't know if anyone watched, because we was on the telly last game of the season, so I knew we was relegated before kicking off because our record on Sky is absolutely horrific. Um, Harry's come out straight after that game and said, we've got seven contracted players, not all of them will play for me again. But they're all still here. So he's either had to have a rethink or, you know, the budget's not quite what he thought he couldn't, or he just simply couldn't shift them on. But they've all looked all right so far in pre-season. So clean slate, like every season, we'll, we'll sit here and think we're going to do better, don't we? And... I mean, it'd be some effort for us and Aaron's team to do worse than last season anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, quietly confident if we can get a few more in. I'd imagine the couple of loans won't happen until right into the window because we're still waiting on teams higher up the pyramid to get their players in. But if we can get another two in before the opening day, then you know I think we'll be all right. You've signed quite a few players from above as well, and I think that's key for you guys there. Like you've 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 come down, but the players that you're bringing in. Uh, uh, from that higher level, you know, you, you're looking here, players, you know, from Barnsley, from Ipswich, from from Newcastle, um, Charlton, Brentford, Portsmouth, they're like they're all above, and I think that's that's showing that you've got quite a lot of intent there. 
I, I think that... I mean, you have to look at it loosely. Jake Turner comes from Newcastle. I get that, but he's on loan at Colchester. But we looked at reports from the Colchester fans. They was disappointed that he weren't going to go back there. So that was a good sign for me. But obviously, yeah. he's inexperienced for a keeper. Sean Williams, I think, would be key at this level. I think he probably would have struggled to play 46 games if he'd stayed at Portsmouth. But he knows Harris. Harris knows him as well. The good thing he's been doing, he's been buying people that have been captains as well. So there's going to be a lot more leadership because there was none last season. And that was half the problem as to why we got relegated. But yeah, even the likes of um, Dom Jeffries, who's coming from Brentford B, he was their captain last season on 40 occasions. So there's plenty of leadership in there. And I think it's now just a case of, of trying to get another couple in as quickly as we can. And then we can use the final two for at least to to hopefully see a bit more substance to, to flexibility of systems and, and style and stuff like that. But it has been refreshing. I said last week at Dover, and this wasn't even a joke, but I think our centre-backs took the ball off the keeper to feet more times in 45 minutes than they did in the entirety of last season. So there is going to be a complete switch-up. It might take a while to get going, that means. And I've said plenty of times, I'm not sure where we're going to finish, but I think we might be similar to, to Bristol Rovers last season, that it might take a little while to get us going. But after that, I think we'll probably we'll come on strong in the second half of the season. Well, whatever you do, don't be going up like toe-to-toe with Northampton at the end of the season, needing a 7-0 win. Because <laughs> I can't deal with the meltdown that's still going on from the Northampton fans <laughs> over what went on. Like, you, obviously, you guys weren't you, you weren't here to witness it. Like, like we have. Oh, it's beautiful. We have a League Two Discord full of League Two fans. The meltdown. It was like, oh, it's it's three nil. Oh, it's four nil. It's, it's five nil. Guys, it's six nil. And it was <laughs> seven nil. It just went silent, and then it went, Twitter went insane. But the best part was. On the podcast the week before, we called it. No, no, <laughs> I called it. Branch, <laughs> I pulled up and said, Bristol Rovers need to win by seven goals compared to... Oh, it, it was five more than what Northampton had to win. Mm-hmm. By. And Grant went, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Bristol, Bristol Rovers went out it's there. It's a scumfort, wasn't it? Or absolutely like... Well, oh, yeah. in League Two, I'm yeah. so glad to see Scumfort relegated. So oh, glad. We we have a we have a quite a good re- relationship with Scunthorpe, and I, in any other circumstances, I'd have been happy to see them go down. Like, not happy to see them go down, but I'd have if a team goes down like Grimsby went down the season before. They went down fine, fair and yeah, square. Yeah. Uh, well, I say fair and square. There was obviously all the, the, the they, they blame COVID things like that. But <laughs> Scunthorpe have gone down because they've yeah, been issues. They've got a yeah. lot of issues off the foot. They've been asset stripped. Let's be, you know, we'll call it what it is. They've yeah. been asset stripped as a club and. You know, we we signed one of their players, uh, Levi Sutton. He was on eight hundred pound a week at um, Scunthorpe, and Peter Swan said, "No, we can get better for cheaper than him at this level." So they released him and never replaced him. Um, he's a he's from Scunthorpe. Like he was taking a lesser wage to play mm. for his own town club. So they yeah they went out. And do you know what? I, they, there's not light at the end of that tunnel yet, but we'll see what happens with them. But yeah, you know, they, they went down. It's... And even though I'm a rival, I do hope I do hope the best for Scunthorpe. Like I did take some satisfaction of the fact that they were getting relegated because obviously that's what you do. Is it's like Rotherham taking satisfaction of the fact that they went up and we went down. That Rotherham fans can yeah. banter us all they want. That's that. That's their entertainment over the summer. Us taking the piss out of Scunthorpe for going down to Nashville. Yeah, yeah. That's our entertainment over the summer, but not much compared yeah. to Rotherham. But I do wish the best for them because I do hope they get themselves sorted. Yeah, I, th- I think they're at that point where they've got to something's got to change. If something doesn't change soon, there's it might not even be a question of Scunthorpe being there to laugh at. 
that's yeah. how serious just the EFL in general just the EFL yeah. rules in general needs changing it's need changing for the last 25 years because Derby only just survived like people yeah. can ban Derby for all they want if it wasn't for Coles they'd have been gone they'd have been done history 100% they've had to restart AC Derby it's that serious and if that happened you know Barry we should have paid more attention to Macclesfield Hereford so many Darlington Darlington, Scarborough, York. If if Derby went, if Derby went, that would have been the former Premier League club that would have given the attention to actually go in and change the rules instantly. But but if it was if it was someone like Barry or Macclesfield, it had taken another five years for someone to go the same fate. Yeah, that that's the thing. It would have been the catalyst for change, but we don't want to see it. They've they've survived. We played them last week. I'll say now. If I had to, if someone asked me to put any bet on this season, that'd be a sure thing. It would be Derby to win League One. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're signing Championship players. Um, I take satisfaction from that as well. Wages. Yeah, what? I need to win League One. Actually, I've not even looked at that yet. I don't know, but they, they are. Paying... I, I would. I'd take a lot of satisfaction out of that because it means Darren Moore's not going to win it. <laughs> well, so so to to let so I I have a contact that I speak to about players in this league. And I won't name names because I think it makes eight it to one, Grant. Eight, eight to one. Eight to one. I would tend for the enthusiasm purely because I've seen the likes of Sunderland and Ipswich come yeah. into our division, our former division. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> our former division. Now. Come on, you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. In the last few years, <laughs> and they've bought championship quality players. It's, it's it's a little bit more difficult yeah. than just signing championship players. Yeah. And going league up. one's but, more difficult know, yes. than people think. Like, I think league one's a hard, hard league. Yeah, even like even this season, Sunderland went up, yet we still beat them at their own ground in front of forty thousand people. They're not going to win every single match like they think they're going to do. It's it's going to be tougher than they think. See that little gremlin coming down the stairs? I thought it was a ghost floating down for a second. Yeah, well, right. Well, that's that's not a ghost. That is my child. Are you going into there? Right, go on. You go into there. You got to stay in there though. I'll talk to you after. God, she does. Hey, she knows. She knows what she's doing. Um, but we don't do cuts on this podcast. We used to, but I got fed up of doing it because Grant and Chris, who, Chris, who we used to record with, used to swear on purpose at points that they knew, and it got really frustrating. So I stopped cutting. Mm. I was like, no, it's going out raw. Um, but that's because you're a cunt. Oh, that's what he did. <laughs> that's what he did. Every t- so we had a, we got a complaint. So I, I downloaded a beat button. So I could bleep whenever they were swearing. And I was like, right proud of it. And I had it ready to go. And I did the intro and I clapped. I went, ladies and gentlemen. And Grant and Chris both simultaneously went, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the, the episode literally goes, ladies and boop. That's how the, the whole thing starts. Um, but do you know what? It's, it is what it is. We don't claim to be professional. It's it's rough. It is what it is. Um the Derby situation, yeah, I, I do. I get that there's more to it than just signing championship players. What I will say, this contact that I speak to, I'm not going to name the player's name. I'm not going to name his club. There's a player that's umming and ahhing about where to go this season. Does he sign for his current club? The current club have broke their bank when it comes to an offer for him. That offer is one third of what he has been offered to move to League One. Now that's that's the difference here. I know how much that offer is, but what I don't want to do is say it because 
someone's going to know who that is instantly. But yeah, the 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 <laughs> offer, and I'll tell you guys when we stop recording who it is. It's fine, but it's it's insane the difference in money and that the, the money that those clubs is. I don't know who the club is at the top of League One, but by the sounds of things, it is Derby because they're throwing that money about. But yeah, you know, fine. Grant, I'm coming to you. No oh, man, here we go. So I'm going to start off talking about your summer by asking. How do you feel about Luke Molyneux still being in League Two this season? <laughs> I mean, boy shouldn't, the boy shouldn't be in League Two. I, I think the only reason he's still in League Two is because he can be guaranteed a game week in, week out in League Two. I think if he's done took the step up to League One, he probably wouldn't get a game every single week, and he wants to be a first team player. He's still young; he wants to develop more. Yeah. And he, he wants to go to a team that he thinks he's going to be fighting out at the very, very top. As so, why did he go to Doncaster then? <laughs> he, he he admitted he admitted that he came as soon as the meetings we all started. He, he said this is the destination I wanted to go at. Bristol Rovers and MK Dons are confirmed to have had interest in him, but when he came to meet with us, he said if we were shown the facilities and everything like that, he came out and basically said. After the manager told him what the vision is and things like that, he was sold straight away, pretty much. And that's why he to, wants to, to come To be fair, here. though, he's going to say that. He's got to say that. We have Every player that signed for Bradford has said to us this season, as soon as I heard the manager's vision, as soon as this was the club for me, I knew it. I've been we a player said that. Every single I don't even like that. going to Bradford. I, I live here and don't like going to Bradford. So <laughs> I, I don't believe when they say this is, oh, it was the only place I was going. No, it wasn't. You met 15 clubs before you met us. You wouldn't. We're getting the same every time someone comes in, they go, oh, we're sold on Paul Hartley's mm. vision. I mean, to be fair, Luke did say that he did have a couple of offers at the same time, but he decided to choose Doncaster because he felt that was the best destination and they've got proper ambition. I, I, won't, I won't go like... Des, I, I won't be, destination... I, I won't, I, won't, I won't be going money. I won't be going like that because we don't have the biggest budget in the world. I think we've got like the 14th highest budget in a League One, in League One term, so we're not the richest club in the world. He's, he's more than what Hartlepool. Is. I mean, you definitely have a bigger budget than us. I oh, mean, yeah. We've, yeah, the thing, yeah. the thing that, that frustrates me is our chairman's came out the end of last season, coming up this season. Obviously, sacked Graham Lee. He's brought in Paul Hartley, and his his words were putting. To, I want to put together a playoff budget and build a squad that can go there. A bigger budget. I know this is a playoff budget. If we've got a playoff budget, why couldn't we have retained the likes of Luke Molyneux? Why hasn't that sort of player stayed with us and been convinced to stay with us for next season? We're obviously offering lower. I mean, a big thing that he said um, towards the end of last season, why he wasn't agreeing his contract, he said, I'm not agreeing a contract because Omar Bogle's our highest paid player. No. And what a and big was, waste of money that was. And he was like, I said, I am not giving, I'm not accepting the contract unless it's on the same level as what he is being paid. I think that's a fair, fair thing to want. Um, yeah. I, I saw Bogle play. Um, Grant, I don't know. I don't, like, we spoke the other day about a, the Bogle situation. I'm going to let you run with it because I don't yeah. know what can be said. Oh no, it's been said. The the oh, HUFC the HUFC chat podcast, these guys, these, those guys have said it. So I'm I'm more than happy to say what's been said about Omar yeah. Bogle. 
I am before, before sorry before you go on before you go on to Omar Bogle, Grant. I'm going through a list here. Yeah. I just said, how do you feel about Luke Molyneux still being in League Two, Grant? How do you feel about Timmy Odessina still being in League Two? These are all players, <laughs> by the way, that I know. Grant said, "Oh, I'm happy for him to leave because they'll go to League One. If they go to League One, I'm happy." Timmy Odessina's signed for Bradford. He's been our number one target since day one. I've been saying to Grant since May. Grant, we are in talks with. I assure you now, Timmy Odessina's coming. And a couple of weeks ago, we got this this uh, tweet from Bradford, and it was like, "It's time." It's Timmy time, and they announced oh, it. I was like, Grant, I was like, Grant, we've signed Timmy Odessina. We, we had a chant for Timmy Odessina a month before he signed. <laughs> I, I saw Bradford Twitter have a meltdown with that. The excitement around Bradford fans when that announcement came out was in a that That's a painful one. I actually think that for me is more painful than losing Molyneux. I've said before, I um, if I was to lose one of them, I think. Um, an attacking middle winger is easier to replace than someone who you would see as a solid centre back. I um, I would have much rather lost Molyneux than Timmy. Timmy Gordon was a harder one, much harder one to take. But I had about a month, about a month to process <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of time. To I knew there. I knew it was coming. Um, but yeah, yeah, guys at that one, and also guys about Neil Byrne also still being in League Two and going to Tranmere. But his was personal reasons he's just got engaged um and his family all lives over in that way so it's much much easier for him so do you know what fair play um gutted he's gone but there, do you think, do you think the timmy one was harder for you to take because of me because <laughs> you're a prick no but like do you think that's what it was do you think if if, if it hadn't no. been me like do you, do you think you'd have still been as annoyed about it being bradford no i would have still been annoyed at timmy going would you, have been, would you have been as annoyed, or do you think yeah, I am? Yeah, no, I just been as annoyed. Oh, that's fine then. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed I didn't push it a bit further then. Um, but go on, Omar, Omar Bogle. We won't push I'm, on Timmy. I'm excited to hear about this because I want to see if Omar Bogle going is similar to when he was leaving. Or I want to see if it's a similar situation. I mean, at least, did you just get a fee for Did we pay money for you for him? Or did you just, uh, no, you I think... No, I think we ended up terminating it about six months to a year early, just so we go for free. <laughs> he signed. He signed for us in a two and a half year deal. I think we paid him off. <laughs> All right, so we got him on a two and a half year deal. He was by far our highest paid player. Head and shoulders above everyone. When did you get him on a two and a half year deal? Just point that out. Was it January? Wasn't it January? Six months ago, they yeah. got him on a two and a half year deal. So it came in. Do you know what? Fair enough. He came in like an absolute baller at first. Mm. And then he was, he was like, yeah, great. He's looking phenomenal, holding the ball up well. And he scored a few goals right early on. And then he just started doing what he wanted. He just became the laziest fucking yeah. prick yeah. I've ever seen. Walking about like he owned the place, getting the ball. And just Matt, like this is going to sum up League Two for you, by the way. This walking is out to, just like I'm walking snobby, out. Honestly, don't like we had to be some sort of snob. I'm looking no, forward no, to but, it. No, no, yeah, but you, you guys are. We're all northern, so for us, like, <laughs> like down where you're from, it's it's a little bit pr more proper. Have you been to Medway? Have you been to Medway? To be fair, I've been to your ground as well. Like I, I've never felt more fearful of for my life than going to Gillingham. I like, can't wait to take a picture of the scaffold stand. The terrace in the terrace street that you have to walk down to get there. 
Nah, you're all right, thanks. I'll stay up here this season. But this is going to be eye-opening. Go on, Grant. Sorry, so I, I, just I can't take the ball out to the touchline and he would just stand there and do nothing with it. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? But then more reports started coming in and he was seen rocking up to home games at 10 past two. The okay, he was right. It wasn't as bad as that with us, so that, that sounds much worse. Yeah, and then <laughs> he was traveling to away two. games, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was traveling to away games on his own as well, reportedly. Oh, so, yeah, so he just wasn't involved with anyone, not rocking up. I am um, obviously Hartley's came in, and Hartley's just basically told him to fuck off. I'm mm. um, because he, he wants everyone there together, and I, I do think Graham Lee was probably a bit weak in that sort of way of letting that happen. It was probably why one of the reasons why he's when he's just lost them players like that. Mm. But we've got a fee for him, he's away to Newport. <laughs> Newport, he's replacing Tom Telford. Yeah, Newport yeah. has replaced the league's top goal scorer with the laziest prick who they're gonna have to pay so much money for. So, um, when, so when you told me that, Grant, when you told me about Bogle, I instantly said to you, "That's why Graham Lee got sacked." It, it made because we couldn't understand why Graham Lee wasn't given more time because he got sacked, and then it took you about six weeks to bring in Hartley. Yeah, it took a while, and it was like, mm. why? Why is it taking that? Like, if if you were sacking him, you. It, the way they did it was like they had someone ready to go and they were they were good to go and then they just didn't and then you look at it and you're like that's why he's got sacks you, you can't build a team around a manager that is just not bringing someone in th- like not reining that shit in I think that's why Richie Wellens got sacked with us because I think that was one of the reasons because at the time Omar Bogle was still exiled from the squad for, for the reason that he just didn't like him I think and Ed Williams was playing for Rochester New York FC in America and was too busy playing golf and playing with us so I think Wellens wasn't tough enough on those kind of players. You know, they're not. You know, we were under a different football structure back then, but we were, we weren't paying them off and sending them away and bringing in players replacements that were good enough to play for the bad. We were just keeping them here, keeping them hostage, pretty much, and just letting them do what they want. I think now we're a bit more harder. But Omar Bogle wasn't half as bad as we. When he was with us, because oh, when we signed, when, I mean, when Moore signed him back in January, um, it didn't start off as a baller. You know, I was happy for him to get that monthly award, but then when when I saw his collapse at Hartlip, I was like, God, this is actually hilarious. But when <laughs> when Bo, not, not hilarious for Hartlepool, but hilarious for Bogle, because it's like... It was hilarious for me as a Bradford fan watching <laughs> Grant have a meltdown, because when he came in, my, my oh, inbox... Oh, when he came in, my inbox was like this... this Signed Omar Bogle, you know that's it. We're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs. Grant says we're gonna, make the gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> no, just yeah, like, as a senior professional. As a senior professional, I was like, you should be embarrassed with yourself. He's a yeah. nice. I spoke to him before matches. He's a nice guy, but he should be embarrassed with himself for the past few years. But when he started wheels in January, a couple of years back, or about a year or two back, he was he wasn't didn't start off as a baller. He was just sort of getting into his stride. Then more left. Then we had a few months where we collapsed with a manager that didn't have a transfer window to bring in his players, and we stuck with a squad that didn't want to play for him. That's why we fell out of the. That's why we fell off a second place in the space of five months. Um, and then he, I guess, he didn't want to play under the new manager. He didn't want to play under the tactics of Welland at the time. 
So Belgle just felt wasted. But when he came on towards the end, he just didn't really play to his best. And there was times where he would just stroll about, just didn't run or run. There was times when there were players dragging back and he didn't even track back. He just stayed in the spot and just basically tried to poach at the at the halfway line and just felt like the same old, same old. Just felt like another striker that we were wasting. And you should have seen some time. of the things that he'd done with us. Like, he just missed open <laughs> goals. Sorry, like, Matt has just, Matt's just sent a tweet out and tagged us saying, never been on a podcast before where the C-bomb is used as part of the episode introduction. <laughs> Week two is going to be fun with the Macaulay Culkin home alone. That, that, if that doesn't sum us up, that, yeah, that is it. That is that is perfect. Um, I don't think Omar Bogle was as bad as going to away games alone. Like he would, and he didn't even turn up late to games and stuff like that. It was never as bad as that. He would always turn up to games with the rest of the squad on time and that. But like he, was, he still played like an absolute lazy idiot. Well, let's let's just wait till we get a Newport fan on for some more Bogle talk because that'll be interesting. But Grant signings. You guys, you'll be happy being Scottish because you guys seem to have gone, oh, we brought in a manager from Scotland. Let's sign any player that's been released by any Scottish club this summer. Um, aside from one from Knox County, uh, you've got Leatherin from Morecambe and then you've signed someone from Wheelstone. The Wheelstone Raider rage, is raging. Um, transfers coming in, how happy are you? Do you know what? I'm unsure so far because a lot of the players are unproven in this league. I'm... I think we've recruited positionally quite well for what we need to do. Um, we've gotten a solid left-back again in, in Patterson, who can also play higher up the wing. Ferguson's never had a, uh, never had any sort of challenge at all, so it's good to get a challenge in for him and someone to cover him if he's unfit. We've brought in Tumulty as a right-back. He is looking great so far from what I've seen of him in pre-season. Um, he's going to be back up to Sterry, I think, and I think we need back up to Sterry because he's not the fittest. He's he, he's not he's more injury prone than anything, and I don't think Regan Ogle's up to par. I we've brought in new centre backs and Murray and Lacey and Senna as well. Um, Alex Lacey. Lacey, how how was he? Uh, he's a good player. We got him the season after he was player of the year at Yeovil, but he was on the treatment table more than on the pitch, unfortunately. Mm. That, that, I think there's a good player thing. in there if you can keep him fit. Yeah, that that was my thing to Grant, and I went through all the all your signings the other day. I don't believe you've. I think one of your players in the last five years has played a full season that you've signed. Jeez. That's yeah. that's a problem for for me because the ones that you're signing from Scotland are used to playing 25, 30 games a season, and that being it, that that's a busy season. Yeah. Without cups, you've forty six games in this, and I think I, I I got into a conversation with a with a pools family the other day. He was he mentioned the two centre backs. He was like, "We've got the centre backs sorted. We, that's fine." And I said, "If you're relying on two centre backs, one who played seventeen games last season, fourteen the season before, or something like that, and the other one that played a maximum of twenty five games in his career in a season, there's a problem here. You, you're gonna struggle." Um, and yeah, Lacey was the big one because yeah, I think. I think Murray looks good. I think Murray, if we're keeping him in, if he's going to push on, I think he's going to be a cracking player. He had a great season for Kelly. Um, and also talks of us now bringing in Tyler McGloyer um, oh. as well. And I mm. think that would be a phenomenal signing for us. He's still a young player. Um, and I think he's possibly, if we get him, a better replacement than Timmy. Um, Tyler Who McGloyer else, is Grant? great. Who else, Grant? Uh, we brought in Josh Umera. 
No, that's Josh not Umeira what I meant. From no, Houston. that's not what I meant. We've, we've right. Umeira's a good signing. No, Umeira's Aaron, Aaron don't, don't indulge him. He knows what he's doing. Josh Umeira's going to be great. No, so he's, he's going to be... He's our number nine. Dan, I'm going to mute you in a second. You are going to answer the question because I I think this is hilarious. Who else are you bringing in, Grant? Broughton, or is that who else? No, who bringing? In? Who are you in? announcing this week? Jake Hasty. We brought in Jake Hasty oh, from oh, Rangers. Um, I'll say it. I don't mind. Who? Right, fine, right. So, why what? I bring in Lee Griffiths. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Wait, hang on. The Lee Griffiths from Celtic. Yes. Yes, yes. Lee, Lee Griffiths, who went on loan to Falkirk last year, played 17 games and scored two goals. Lee Griffiths, who went to Dundee and scored three goals in 20 games, I believe. May Olawu, Long, Williams and Younger are going to have a field day against Griffiths. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know he's Our got... defenders will have a field day. A lot of personal problems, and that's well publicised. Yeah. I'm... Um, He's not played a lot of good football for the last couple of years. The silver line is it's a pay-as-you-play deal. Um, that he's coming in on reportedly. It's not confirmed yet, but it's apparently been announced this week. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> the big thing, the big thing that he has been saying, and I'm going to try, I want to try and be positive about this, is that he's saying he's got himself in great shape and he feels like he's a, fit, a lot fitter than he's been over the last couple of years and he can commit to being a football player more than he has been. He knows he's been out and he's signing for someone that he's used to play with and the two deals on the card for him is either Fleetwood who is under Scott Brown right, or us under Paul Hartley. But it can't be any worse than Omar Bogle. <laughs> it can't be any worse than Bogle. Well, and Omar Bogle's got five goals in half a season. No, he can he get is, worse than Omar Bogle. Yeah, but to counter that, I'd say it's only two seasons ago that Lee Griffiths got to double figures for Celtic in the Scottish Premier League. So if you do get him back yeah. anywhere near five, and he's going to he's to step up on Bogle. There's no doubt there's a player Bogle. in. There's no doubt in there's a player in there somewhere. Yeah. It's can he be unleashed? No, do you know what? It's not even can he be unleashed. It's is he asked? Is he bothered? You know, he, he put, quite clearly at this stage, we're, we're talking two weeks until the season starts, he believes that he should be getting offers higher up or he'd have signed for you at the beginning of the summer. You know, if you guys are going to... And it wouldn't be a pay-as-you-play deal. He, he believes he should be playing higher. The issue is he's been put at lower levels and he's been... I mean, we've got a friend who's a Scotland fan. Uh, he's... Sorry, Scotland fan? No, he's not. A he's, Scottish, fan. he's a Falkirk fan. Sorry, my, my phone pinged at the same time. Uh, he's a Falkirk fan. He said he's absolutely dreadful. He's going to say he's got himself in shape. But if he's got himself into that shape, there's been a lot of clubs that have looked at him this summer. Like, mm. that's been reported. I think, uh, who did you mention, Grant? There's someone in... The, um, a with... deal with Forfar in Scottish League 2. That, yeah. that fell apart, so... So who, why? Know, who knows what you're going to get? He's going to split opinions all season, I think. You say Fleetwood yeah. as well. Yeah, Fleetwood it's between Hartlepool and Fleetwood, apparently, at the minute. That's that's where he's Look at. at the two. Look at the two managers. Yeah. I'd be interested to see Cod's vlog's thoughts on that. <laughs> you just I, I, get think, I, I, I think that Fleetwood would probably be the better option for him. I know it's I know it's a higher level, but I think that he's less likely to piss about under Scott Brown. Oh yeah, Mainly, you don't. I don't you know. Don't, if you yeah. see never assistant. Fuck me, Gordon Young would kill someone. 
we've got Glenn Hodges. I mean, <laughs> like, I, he's... Oh, I hate that bloke. Yeah. Oh, when he was Wimbledon all... manager, bloke's an absolute weapon. Oh, Do you know what he's Lovely. I don't think he survived. You can say that. You can say that. I, I, don't think I don't think he'd survive <laughs> under I don't think he'd survive under our system under Steve Barr. I think he's got some some mouth on him when a player's try stepping up. I think he can put him down. Yeah. We, I mean we've got Mark Hughes who last season squared up to half the Tramia squad. Um <laughs> You know, we're not asked. Does it? We're like, we, if Glenn Hodges ain't fighting, Mark Hughes is fighting, and that's what you you kind of want, don't you? As a as a thing, yeah. but yeah, Grant, for you. So, then. shall I flip the the question on you here, Liam? Now, so I mean, you've spoke about it enough already, but how's your summer been? Oh well, where do I start? Um, no, do, do you know what, Grant? You'll back me up on this. I'm probably one of the the least. I don't want to say least optimistic, but. I'm quite standoffish. Least optimistic. Hold on. Right. So, no, right. No, no. I'm, really I'm going to go am. off on this, right, guys? So, when you say least optimistic, they played York the other day, yesterday. Yes. It'll be the other yes. day when this goes out. Yes. This is AJ Bruce played for York, who was released by us this summer. So. My phone goes, I'm like, oh, right. Liam's <laughs> phone and my goes, again, you fucking talk to him all the time, right? So, Anthony goes, Grant, <laughs> guess what? I'm like, what? And he goes, I've just watched the Champions League 2 play. We stopped domestic. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, I did mean to um, ask actually, how did AJ Groves play for York in that game? Um, I'll be absolutely honest with you. We were that good. I didn't even notice that York had players. Fair enough. It's only because he's signed for York because uh, he's released by us this summer. So I want to see, and I'm a good mate of AJ, so I want to see what he's doing. When the, the, the issue for me is that, what, right, so I'll I'll back up what I said. I never look at us and go, like every season we are one of the favourites to go up. We are. It, unfortunately, it's, it's a curse because of the size of us. People go, oh, they're going to go up. Blah, blah. I'm never one that backs that. I'm always one that goes, there's a lot of work to be done. The Bradford way would be for it to fall apart. This summer's different. It feels different. The players that we've signed, we're not signing rejects. That's the thing. When We are not signing players from clubs that want to... You know, the, the, well, I say that obviously Vidano Oliver was released, but that's fine. You guys did want to keep him, so we'll, we'll we'll stay with that. But the players that were signing are the, the quality. I mean, Timmy Odesina, Grant. Uh, obviously, I'm not trying to rub it in, but you said yourself one of your best players last season. And yeah. like we spoke to someone quite high up at Bradford um, about Timmy Odesina before we signed him, and this is how I knew that we were going to sign him. He just said. Best best left-sided centre-back in the league, by far. That was their opinion on it. And for them to have that opinion, that was where I went, right, there's no way they're going to say that and then not sign him because they're not going to say it and watch him go somewhere else. So yeah. that was confident. But you look at... We got spanked by Derby. Like, we did... We, we got absolutely played off the park by Derby. There were, there were spells where we looked really good. But no, for me, I think Harry Chapman, unreal signing. Critchlow... Our fans are calling him a Rolls Royce as of a defender. Um, Odyssey, Brad Halliday, um, Aaron has some views on him, and then for Dean Richie, Oliver, you've got Smallwood, Richie Smallwood in as well, aren't you? From how? How would you manage yeah. that? But that's I, I got in an argument with a um, was it an Orient fan? They signed they signed George Moncur, didn't they? It was Orient who signed it. <laughs> how did Rich Mullins pull that one out the back? Well, that so on Facebook in the League Two group, an Orient fan he. he Posted the picture when they signed, and they were like, 
that's it. Signing of the season. Played 15 times for Hull in the Championship last season. Don't get better than that. I was like, mate, we signed his captain. Played, <laughs> played 42 times for Hull last season. Don't come at me and tell me that someone who played, thir- I think, 13 times it was, is the signing of the Do season. You know what? I'm really excited to speak to Orient fans because they think they're getting playoffs this season. Mm. They don't know what we knew for the last six months under Richard Ellens. Well, we'll, we'll we'll find out. It's gonna be it's gonna be funny. I want I want to we're gonna interview as many as we can. But the players that left us, we were quite gutted about. We did lose some good players: Poddy O'Connor, Vernon, Elliot Watt. Um, they were the three main ones. We Callum have. Cook. Well, we, yeah, but we released Callum Cook. Still, yeah, Still. Call, Callum Cook. By the way, for Hartlepool, he he for me is your signing. Like without a doubt, yeah. um, like unreal. But no, those three—they were the three that we were most worried about, and we've not just replaced them; we've double replaced all of them. That's so for me. Yeah, you know, we talk about the summer. I'm usually very standoffish about how we're going to do, but I'll say right now, I am very happy with what's going on. That's the beautiful thing about this, and I'm quite excited. Don't know if you can tell. You've signed um, another one of our ex players as well, haven't you? Not just for Dane Oliver. Who else? Emmanuel Osadabi. Right, give me a, right. So I'm going to ask you a question about him. Let, what do you feel? Because Walsall fans were laughing about us signing him, but he's looked quality. I think he's a twat. Right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that a twat as a person or as a footballer or both? Um, we signed him. Justin Edinburgh, God rest his soul, signed him in the summer of 2015. He came in on some sort of youth contract. He'd been playing in Ireland. Tottenham had had a look. So obviously there was a link through Justin Edinburgh. Um, came in. He was quite humble. Um, I watched him in a couple of pre-season games. Tagged him, put him in the Facebook message me. Oh, where did you get these photos? Uh, Google. Oh, if you see any more things then, yeah, it's kind of fun. He's done all right. He's run it all the season. I think you should check it out. If you check here, Emmanuel Osadabi, Gillingham v Berry, goal of the season. Very good. Runs from the halfway line, scores a good goal. Um, second season, down tools. Didn't want to know. Um, we were playing Oldham at home in the league. We weren't playing great. They were bottom. We were 1-0 up at half-time. We lost 2-1. Justin Edinburgh changed the system. Went to a back three. I tweeted at the end of the game. Didn't tag anyone. Didn't mention anyone. Just said, don't know why we changed it. We are on top. Boss in the game. Manager's cost us. General opinion. You've he starts replying. This, you? you've, you've messaged me about Yeah, I mentioned this. it before, yeah, because I'm such a big fan. Um, <laughs> he messaged. He started <laughs> tweeting me, oh, you're Mr. Fucking Know-It-All, aren't you? And I was, hang about. Like, I've literally not put you... I've not tagged you. I've not slagged you off. Yeah, just started going off on one from there. I just thought, no. Nah. And then we went to Charlton back end of that season when we were struggling to stay up under A.D. Pennock. And um, he was offering fans out in the car park, trying to get them to go outside to have a fight because one of them had had a pop at Bradley back. Um, there was rumours at the end of that season that he he was one that was causing a divide in the dressing room. I just, for me, I just think like Theo Walcott dines out on that hat-trick against Croatia about 13 years ago. He's just dined out on that goal of the season ever since. I think he's got, you know, a decent amount of ability. But just see how long it lasts before the attitude changes would be my my warning. I mean, the difference there is that... The don't get me wrong, he might have grown up. He might be completely different now. He might want to work hard. Yeah. But for me, you know, that attitude is was, was just horrendous. It, it, it sticks with you. 
you don't forget things like that. Like we've no. had we've had issues like that. But what I will say is the difference I think there is that Bradford fans would meet him outside in the car park. Um, like, and the, pro- the, the, the other difference is it won't be him offering them out. It'll be them offering him out. Um, I've seen it happen. I've I've witnessed it. Um, yeah, we've 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 got a history of players in car parks. Dean Windass was sent off in the car park for us after a game. Was sent I don't off. think I'm ready for League Two if that's what I'm expecting. Oh, no, that was I think that was League One. But yeah, no, we like yeah, honestly, League Two beautiful league but no do you know what i i there's there's a few players that Pete, a few people have said that about about Osadibi, and that's maybe why they were laughing about us because we paid a fee for him apparently we paid a fee for him um he's very good you can't wait for what i can't wait for shit to just hit the fan with it now yeah, oh I must God. admit I will revel in it a lot if it comes so long, I won't lie. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and wonder what the hell's going on. <laughs> Are, do you if know, we get, see if this happens, I want an episode. Either that or you just know he's going to score the he's going to score the winner at Priestfield now, and I might just yeah. if, if, if I if I see it, I might just film it and just send it into you being friend if it's still going on telly. Uh, <laughs> gonna, he'll score and then he'll do an by or he'll just run right up the other end of the pitch. <laughs> yeah, do, do you know what? I refuse to look at goal of the seasons as well and, and judge people off of that because last season, our goal of the season was Theo Robinson. Yeah. Um, oh, don't ask. Yeah. Like, we got Eddie Bar- like this, this time last year, we got Eddie Barlow off YouTube um, and the research in YouTube. He was a trialist and then became our sign and didn't do a lot last season anyway. So I'm not going to use goal of the seasons. And YouTube <laughs> every and every like single entrant to our goal of the season was Luke Molyneux. <laughs> I think he had about five or six. All left foot. All, all left heads right in all the top end. Curlers. Curlers. Yes, the, yeah. Straight oh. top end. Honestly, yeah. he will score so many from you for outside the box. If he's if you're playing him on the right side, you'll cut in, left peg, bang. That's his position. Doncaster, the only club that had to release a shot of the month competition last season. Basically, we didn't score a goal in one entire month in League One last season. So we just, I think some fan, not the club, but a fan took the piss and just said, let's have a shot of the month competition instead for that month. I think it was I, December I, I or was, January. I was looking at your goal difference record from last season. No. Have you have used recruited defensively? Because yes, we brought in a new centre-back and we've got a great left-back on trial that we're probably going to sign as well. And you boys shipped 82 last season. <laughs> I and think only scored 37. I think if we were on... I think there was a certain run of games where it was so poor, if we'd have kept going, we'd have had a worse record defensively than 1998 when we left the Football League, our owner burned down the stand and we were at rock bottom. Literally, that was the only season where we shipped more goals and conceded more goals. So I think if we had conceded like seven or eight more or something like that, we'd have shipped in more than that season in 97, 98 at Bellevue. What, what are we letting into this league, Grant? Look at the riffraff coming down into this league. Um, what I will I mean, say is Only the Northern riffraff. Only the Northern riffraff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but to be fair, you've got a stand made out of scaffolding. You can't talk. <laughs> I can't wait to take a picture in front of that. stand in the world. Honestly, Especially it's when you're sat the other end and it's raining and we're all nice and dry. Yeah, I, I might just take a, I might just take a picture in front of that when we get to Gillingham and just tweet it saying construction site 
progress is going well. well I, I last went there in 2006. It's been a since 2004, I think. It was only up yeah. for a couple of seasons. Do you know where they got it from? stand? We got it from Sandwich Golf Course after the Open in 2003. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> well, it's grand. Honestly, if you get a chance to get down it. there, get, get down if there. If it's still there, it's, if it's still it's, there in 2024, you're going to have a 20-year anniversary party for that stand. I hope it is. If to it's be still fair, there it was in the only thing. If the Russians do dead. turn up, you'll be thanking us because we'll all be fucking hiding underneath it. That thing won't come yeah. down. <laughs> Putin and <laughs> we'll be fine under there. Yeah, it's, it's insane. To be fair, the Russians couldn't be asked to walk down that street to get to your stand. That's the issue. Just on that, we mentioned Theo Robinson and Grant rolled his eyes and there's a, there's a reason for that. And I, I love telling people this story. So Grant's missus is not a, she's not a football fan. Not at all. She Grant and her came down to stay at ours to go to watch Bradford versus Mansfield. Mark Hughes' first game in charge. So Grant, they came down and she sat there in the stand. Theo Robinson came on and he started running. She turned to Grant. She, I like Grant because he can do the accent because she's Scottish. But go on, Grant. Grant, he is the fucking worst football player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he he wasn't—he wasn't great with us either. To be fair, it's—it's <laughs> it's bad. But guys, I'm gonna—I'm gonna push forward here because we're nearly at the end. I'm gonna get wrapped up. Each year, who's gonna be your standout player this season? Oh, I don't Grant, think I've gone through my first. window yet. Oh, have you not? Fucking hell, <laughs> Jesus, go! <laughs> Go, Aaron Trances. Go, it's Luke Molyneux. Go. Um, yes, uh, I think Luke Molyneux was a good sign in this year. Um, great player, especially with the interest from League One. Um, we just signed Adam Long today as well. A lot of Wigan fans seem to rate him as a centre back, twenty-one years old. Um, seems like Wigan fans have said he's not really put a foot wrong since he's been in the squad, a, a, a ravaged squad that was during an admin season. So. That can only be a good thing. Um, we brought in George Miller, who, for me, I think three and three and four games in preseason looks good already. Our new number nine. Um, we're uh, who else we bring in? We brought in Harrison Biggins in that midfield as well from League One Fleetwood. So good uh, yeah, good player. I've heard a lot of it about him, so uh, it should be good. Uh, Josh Andrews on loan from Birmingham. Birmingham fans seem to rate him. Rochdale fans, maybe not so much, but he's six foot five. So if we do need to go along for a rest at match and try and win a game with a bit of long ball for the last few minutes, then I'm sure he can win some aerial duels. Um, we've got some people on trial as well. Uh, so we haven't got a recognised left back. I know Roe can play there, but we haven't got a full out and out left back. So we're trialling James Maxwell, who's been let go of Rangers, who's got some decent stats on loan at A United. I think five goals and four assists in 29 games in the Scottish Championship on loan last season. So, James, for me, is a, a good left-back. I'd bring him in. We've got Lee Tomlin as well on trial. He's been doing good. He's in better shape than before. So, uh, he's Tomlin's definitely... in good shape? He, he's, he's, still, he's still bulky, but... He's, he's in the still... same shape as me, like round. <laughs> no, yeah, he's... Round he's, is a shape, Logramme. He's still <laughs> he's still bulky, but he's 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 put a decent shift in every time he's been with us on trial. So I think even just even just a twelve month contract with an option for an extra year would be a, a good deal for him. We brought in a new right back on trial because Cal Noyle's injured, Siemens just coming back from injury, and Young is the only one who can play right back at the minute. So we brought in AU Tanimowo, who was a youth from Brighton. Um, it was quite highly rated from past year or two, so uh, should be good putting a decent shift against Huddersfield on uh, 
on Saturday. Um, I think we've got Cal Hurst from Birmingham on 23s on trial as well. Winger. Stats not too great, but we don't, we don't want to judge. For, for Rovers fans, we don't judge stats because Marquise came to the club a few years back with no real good stats beforehand and came in and absolutely ripped it up for us before he left for Portsmouth. So, you know, we're not going to judge it on stats too much. So I think um, if Hurst does come in as well, then we'll see what he does. And then we've got this under-18 winger that we had called Jack DeGrucci, who if we sign him, he'll go in the academy. So uh, uh, it's not it's not been too bad. I think pre-season's been good. We've won every single game so far. We've got Rother Scum on Tuesday, United of Manchester on the Saturday, and then our season starts at Valley Parade. So four and four in pre-season. And Valley Parade as well. Just and, I, that <laughs> and I think that, look, if, in, I think with the window so far, I think it's been good. I think it's been a better window than last year by a million miles. We still need uh, a couple of fullbacks. We still need maybe a low knee, either in the midfield or the wing, just because John Taylor's had another setback, so he's out for another two months, even though I asked him how long he's out for and do not even know. So it might not even be two months. It might be longer than that. So, um, but, but I'm happy with the summer so far. The window's been great so far. Bring a couple more in. Pre-season's been win, 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 win. When the last season was lost, 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 lost. So it's good to see us win again. Um... We've changed the staffing. The football structure's changed as well. So it won't be the CEO and the board making football decisions anymore. It will be our new head of football operations, which is the legendary James Coppinger, JC26. So he's he's been a large influence or a heavy influence in pretty much all the signings this year. So it's great getting signings all from the league above or one that's had interest from the league above that's in the same league. Um with Luke Molyneux. So I think that Coppinger's had a real heavy influence on the signings, which is great. We've got a new head scouting called Michael Kearney, who's worked at Chesterfield, Barnet, FC20. I've spoken to him. He's got a plan. He knows what he's doing. Got a new head physio to improve our disgraceful medical department from last season uh, called Michael McBride, who's got a hell of a lot of experience. So he's a good guy. Uh, new head of performance analysis, Ryan Simpson. So a lot of staffing changes. Ryan's done a good job so far. I know he's come from Scunthorpe, but you know he's done a good job so far. And it doesn't show that he's come from a club that's in a, a, a situation like Scunthorpe. So it doesn't show when he's come here. So you know staffing changes, change of football structure. We've definitely improved, and just keep it going now between now and deadline day. Just the thing we need to not get carried away with is going into panic mode we can't go into panic mode because if we go into panic mode we'll end up repeating last season where we were looking for a striker for months we try and go for will grig he chooses rotherham halfway through the day rather than the, rather than the six hour silence that we had last summer and then we have five alternatives two of them go to other clubs three of them stay don't even go for the alternatives and then bring in joe to do for from the free agency two days after deadline day that don't even work anyway. So the last thing we need to do is panic because last year when we had alternatives, we had, uh, uh, what, oh, what's his name? Zahore, Hilton, Joseph, who went on loan to Cheltenham in the end from Swansea uh, and a couple of others as well as Will Grigg. So we don't want to make that same mistake again with other positions like left back. So I think we're not going to go into panic mode this year. I think we're doing much, much better. It's Gary McSheffrey's first full season in management as well. So He'll go, hopefully, the Paul Warren, Liam Richardson way at Rotherham and Wigan in their first season and try and go a bit better rather than the opposite way. You've got a new assistant manager in Steve Ayr who's got a ton of experience with him. So, 
I'm happy so far. And uh, like I said, Adam Long's a good signing today. So we'll we'll keep it up. We've signed a couple of trialists and we'll uh, go from there. And I don't, I don't think anyone's going to leave on a permanent deal now. Anyway. I think it's going to be like a couple of loan outs for some of our younger players like Ben Bottomley, Bobby Faulkner, who's impressed me a lot. Maybe Liam Ravenhill. But Ray, if I could tell you one young player that's broken through this preseason, it's Liam Ravenhill, the son of Ricky Ravenhill, who played for Donny and Darlington and all these clubs. Liam's amazing. Yeah, we'll just we'll just see what happens. But I'm not expecting anyone to to leave permanently now because Agard. I spoke to Agard yesterday. He ain't going anywhere. There was links to Hartlepool, but he's not going anywhere. So, well, what we'll do is then I'll uh, I'll I'll ask you a double question. And I'll come up each year, and then I've got one question for you all at the end. But Aaron, I'll stick with you. I think it is, you've mentioned Long quite a lot there. Who who is do you think going to be your standout player this season? Is it going to be Luke Molyneux? <sighs> It's definitely up. To be honest with you, if it was down to new signings, it would be either Molyneux or Miller. If it was down to players in the squad, it would probably be Tommy Rowe because Tommy Rowe is just loves this down club. He he yeah. in he's such a he interacts with all the the family because families is a big part of this club. There's a reason why we won family awards back to back in different years. Tommy Rowe is just so good with the kids, so good with the families. Uh, Donny through and through loves the club. Even when we went down to League Two this year, he said he'd never, ever leave. There was rumours of Stockport and things like that, but he was never going to leave. He, he loves this club too much. He signed a new two-year deal as well. So he, he's going to probably retire at Doncaster Rovers. I can probably say that for a straight fact. It's like Coppinger. He's going to retire at Doncaster Rovers. So I think Rowe will probably be our standout player. I think there's other ones that are close, like Molyneux, Miller, Adam Clayton. I still can't believe we've got Adam Clayton because uh, he's been an absolute rock. Before he got injured in preseason, he was an absolute rock in that midfield. So I think Molyneux, Miller, Clayton, when he comes back, fully fit. Rowe, uh, Mitchell's going to be a very underrated. one answer. You can't just name your it's entire squad. It's, it's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to be Bradford's? Be Bradford's? Yeah, well, number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hard to say. it's hard to say one name, to be honest, because there's a few names Have you got a couple of pop music we can have for this it's about, as, as, it's about as clear as when Rod Stewart done the cup draw in Scotland, yeah. don't I? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, mate, it's hard to say because there's a few names in there that's really top draw at the minute and really... I know less bump. about who your player of the season's going to be than I did before I asked the fucking question. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go... It's hard, but I'm going to go with Tommy Rowe because I think right. he'll be the, the experience. with Tommy man. Rowe. Yeah. How, right. Give me a position. Where are you going to finish this season? I'm going to go for the position that we finished in last time in Leeds. So I'm going to go with oh, third. Go last season? <laughs> no, 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 not last season. No, I don't want to go down to the right. conference. Uh, third. 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 I think Ooh. we're going to get top three. Right, Matt. How many of your 20 squad are you going to say? Uh, oh, we haven't got that many, so it won't take me so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, standout player for you. Who do you, who do you think is going to be the, your standout I've got it between or, two at the moment. Yeah. I think Mika Mandron will have to be a focal point. We've got to replace for Dane Oliver. I think he'll be key to how we play. It'll give us two options. We should hopefully play with width, which will give us pace. And then obviously, if we do have to go a bit direct, then I think Mika, and I think he's probably our best signing in terms of Purely on the fact that I thought we'd stay in League One. But for me, I think if we can keep him fit and get him to play 35-plus games, I think it might be Sean Williams. I just think I've seen him twice. Um, bags of experience in the Championship internationally. Him and Neil Harris know each other so well. Um, I've seen him twice. I know it's only a very small portion to go on, but constantly wants the ball, constantly talking. Always drops in if the wing-backs or the full-backs get on to make sure that we're still strong defensively. So... Toss up between the two. 
for me, based on the fact that we missed out on midfield last season, I'm going to say Sean Williams. Fair play. Uh, where are you going to finish? Well, this is tricky because I don't like to give too much away because I will be doing my own preview video next week. But Ooh. I've got us mid-table at the moment because I still think we're probably a few short. I think, right, and I know this way. is going to cause an issue with Bradford fans and I'm ready for that. So I've got body armour under the table. I think we've got the best manager at the level. And I'm saying that not, and that's not in any way disrespectful to Mark Hughes because he's managed in the Premier League. But there's a big difference between managing in the Premier League and having to come down into League Two. Um, whereas Neil Harris has got plenty of experience in the EFL. That's for me why I just sway it. But we are still a bit short at the moment. We've got a small budget compared to a lot of teams. So if you ask me again in three weeks or if we start well, I might change that. But at the moment, I've got us in and around mid table or just above. Sweet. Well, that's, that's, yeah, I expected you to say higher, so no, fair play on that. Um, Grant, standout player. Um, you've not got many, but who? <laughs> Lee Griffiths. I think Jake Hastie's going to be phenomenal for us this season. He's uh, yeah. He's already looking good pre-season. Um, yeah, I can just feel it being a great season for him. He needs to find a home. He's with the assistant manager that got him the move to Rangers in the first place. He's going to bring the best out on him. He's going to be He's going to be class. And we'll buy him in January. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you think you're going to finish? Because bear in mind... Can I go a range? No. <laughs> Even I didn't go for a range and I spoke for ages. <laughs> you say, he, if we'd have asked him for long enough, he'd have named all 24 places with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd pro- no, I'd have probably gone with between third and tenth, but... But no, you're not having a range, Grant. I need. An- I mean, I was going to say oh, no, first and seventh. Sorry, first. Going to go ninth to twelfth is my range of where I think we'll be. Which is it, Grant? Ninth, tenth, eleventh, or twelfth? I want a number. Go tenth. Tenth, beautiful. Not a problem. Do you want to know mine? First. Well, yeah. Standout <laughs> player. No, no, no. So standout player for me, Jamie Walker. Um, it's it's going to be hard for us in terms of. I think we're going to have a lot of standout players, but. Grant, you you saw him in the team last season. He was a class above anything. If we sign Dion Pereira back, which it does look like we're going to sign Dion Pereira back on loan from Luton, then my answer may change. As it stands right now, Jamie Walker. I do believe we have the best manager in the league. Um, you know, what, what I will say to you, Matt, just to combat that, Mark Hughes, I know he doesn't have the league to lead to uh, experience, and a lot of people say that, and I, I, I agreed for a while. He came in after the window closed, January. Mm-hmm. Um, he inherited Derek Adams' squad. He didn't add to it at all. He just used that squad. He got us playing phenomenal football with a squad that, for me, was probably the worst performing squad we've had in maybe in my lifetime. You know that he got them playing some really nice. I mean, you football. guys were poor under Derek oh, we, Adams. Oh, we, we, we were, were fucking, we were awful, diabolical. But Grant, what were we like when we came to you? We went to that game when we came to watch so you much better. Out. It it was night and day. Um, so for me, yeah, I, I'll say I don't, like I don't believe he is the best manager at League Two. If I'm honest with Give you, us a place. Um, first, I said that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's I, 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 I thought it was going I think we have to, and I'm, I'm we ha- we've we've built the squad for first. We have, yeah. Whether we get it or not, 
is another thing. But looking at the squad, I, I would, I would like us to get first. I would like us to get first because we haven't had a trophy in ten years. But I would, I, I think with us finishing third last time, we're in lead two. I just think we're just going to do that again. But we should be getting playoffs minimum. That's our expectation. Well, for for me <clears throat> personally, I want us to get playoffs. I think we'll win the league, and there's a reason that I want us to get playoffs. And you kind of know why, because we alluded to it before we started the podcast tonight. <laughs> There's a reason I want us to go to Wembley. Um, a very personal reason to me why I want us to go to Wembley. Um, I'm a, so, I, I mean, I won't, mind the, I won't mind the trip to Wembley. So with you getting probably getting in Dion Pereira, does that mean you probably... Because I've heard like a couple of people saying that Bradford might want to go for someone like Josh Martin that was with us last season. Do you think you'll... You think there's no, no. We, we we don't need Dion Pereira at this stage. Joe, I'm going to go out and say something here. If you don't win the league, yeah, and you don't finish top three, is Ryan Sparks going to sack Mark Hughes? No, no, no. I, I assure you now, Mark Hughes will be here for two years minimum. All right. He, 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 like I have spoken to the man. I've had, I've had the pleasure of meeting the man, having conversation. He's not here for a stepping stone. He's here. No, but if he doesn't, if he doesn't perform with this team, no. If we go anyway, that's a conversation. So, so if you're not going for Josh Martin, and I don't know whoever clubs are going for Josh Martin, does that mean we're going to get him back? We know. might, we might go for Josh. At the minute, we don't need Dion Pereira. Dion yeah. Pereira wants to come to us. He will be a nice cherry on top of a beautiful cake that we built. Yeah. We bake this summer. I mean, to be fair with Josh Martin, Norwich want a fee for him. So he'll, if he was coming to you, it would be a permanent, as it would be with us. It would be a permanent deal because they want a fee for him. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, we, if we if we let a couple of players go between now and the season starting, mm. which I do think that we're going to have maybe Andy Cook go out on loan somewhere. I'm not saying that I want him to because I really yeah. like Andy Cook, but I do think that he may go out on loan now we've got Vidal. I'd be Oliver. expecting him going to National League maybe or somewhere I, in else in League 2. I think he'll be at Hartlepool. I've said it since May. I think he'll go it, at Hartlepool. He, he, might, he might go there. He might go there. But I'm not expecting Josh Martin to come back anyway. I'm expecting him to play in League 1 minimum just because of how yeah. good he was towards the end of last season, even when we got yeah. went relegated. We, we will get him then... Uh, if we get in, then we'll praise the board high in heaven, which I always do anyway. But yeah. well, we, were, we were like that with Pereira. But... Question. Oh, I nearly ended it then without asking you all your mystery sixth question. Right, guys. You can't yes, pick your own team. we do have the best away stand in the division. <laughs> <laughs> it can't you know be yours. You know it's I'm, really I'm not even going to dispute it. You do I can't have wait. the best away stand. I cannot wait to see the League 2 Facebook group Again, when people start going to the they're going to have a meltdown. They have a meltdown yeah. down every time they go to fucking Barrow about their yeah, oh, We've do. got Barrow oh, on a you, Tuesday got... night. A Tuesday oh, yeah. night. You guys have got to drive. go to Bar- you, you guys, you've never, you've got Barrow. You've got to go to Sutton. Like, We've got three new teams oh, in our history to face in league football with Sutton, Salford and Harrogate. And it's our first ever league fixture against Barrow since the 1970s. And we're going there on a Tuesday night in September. The, 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 it couldn't have been any more worse a time to go to Barrow. Beautiful. Well, I'm happy for the other three teams as well. Well, here's, here's your question. Can't pick your own team. Who's your dark horse this season? Oh, uh... You know what? Even though they just come up, I'm going to go Stockport. 
no, no, that's that's a cop out. That's a cop out because they've already got a League Two winning squad. <laughs> we looked at them last season and said they'll they'll back to back. I think they'll be top three. So that's not a dark horse. That isn't. Next season they'll be a dark horse. When okay, in okay, I'll choose a different team. Um, I'm going to go Barrow. The reason, the reason why I'm going Barrow is they've got a brand that their new manager Pete Wilde, who for me was one of the choices that I picked when Wellens was sacked. But you know that's just me. Um, you know I don't I don't criticize Michelle or anything like that. But Pete Wilde was one of my choices um, at first, and I think he deserves the move to the football league. And I think mm-hmm. he's bringing a nice squad with Barrow, and I think he's going to play some good football. So I think Barrow may potentially try and. Attempt to challenge the, dark, the 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 top seven, maybe, maybe. I think Barrow will. I think Barrow, Barrow will definitely get a top ten finish this season. But it's just about whereabouts. Barrow going down this season. Just putting that out. I think uh, they're going to do. I, I, think, they I think they're going to do a Harrogate. I think they'll start um, really well, and then. Mm, I think Stevenage will be in trouble, but I think Barrow will be. <laughs> Stevenage are my dark horse. Just by the way, guys. <laughs> Stevenage are, are they yours as well, Matt? They're mine as well. The grants as well. Stephen is really? the dark horse. Well, I looked about three weeks ago or four weeks ago, and they were about forty to fifty to one on William Hill, and they're now into about twenty fives. Yeah, they, and they it pains me to say it because it's Steve Evans. But yeah, I think if he's backed, he'll do a decent job at League Two. He's not been in League Two for quite a while. Um, he did well with Mansfield last time he was in there, relatively speaking. I think Stephen he'd have to be classed as a dark horse. Yeah, and I, you know what? I love that. I love that we're all on the same wavelength. Like, I can tell you now, Aaron, hand on heart, Barrow are in trouble this season. Uh, I, I just don't know. I just with Stevenage, I just don't know. I just don't think Steve Evans is gonna. I think they're bringing in a lot of players, but I just think they're gonna crumble under the pressure and the expectation of being dark horses. I just don't think Stevenage is gonna do. I, I think they will. I don't think Steve Evans listens to us three. To be fair, Joe, no, I, I don't I, think he's I, gonna I, listen to this and go. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 th- I think Stevenage will just stay up, but I, I think they're just going to go down or just stay up. But I, I just don't think they're going to trouble the top ten. I just don't. I think I think, we'll I think it's between probably it's more than likely going to be between them, Grimsby, and maybe a couple of others that might be in trouble. For me, going down this season is Barrow and Harrogate. Can I ask the, you, the, the, boys, especially Grant and yep, our host, because. I'm still learning about League Two, obviously, because we've not been in here for so long. Who All would right, you say would be your team that did well last season that could potentially be in trouble? Because I've got a team that finished just outside the playoffs last season. I've got them right down the bottom. Swin- Swindon. No, Sutton. Swindon so got Sutton. in the playoffs. Sutton got in the... Do you know what, what I will say? Sutton massively overachieved last season. Grant's probably better to answer this because Grant came... Hartlepool came up from the National League with Sutton. And they've um, sold their best players gone to Peterborough as well, hasn't he? David um the winger. They've 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 not yeah. That, they this was the good players, but this was the season for Sutton. Mm. If they were gonna ever challenge in League Two, it was back to back. I don't think they'll be anywhere near the promotion spots, but I don't think Sutton are gonna be in that much trouble because I think they've still brought in some decent players. I think, I think Sutton are going to be, yeah, I think they're going to be one of these teams who are kind of down your 17th, 18th, 19th and a bit of a relegation scrap. Do I think they'll go down? No, I don't think they will. I, I think 
the team that's going to be in real trouble this year for me is Harrogate. Um, the only other team that I would say I think could possibly go down is Rochdale. Oh, I thought you were going to say Carlisle. Like, guys, just a word of advice for you both. Now you're in League Two. Never, ever, even if Carlisle are rock bottom at Christmas, never tweet about it. Because Why? They, because they don't like it. <laughs> I said, I said when this window started, I was asked who will go down this season and who will go up. And I said, based on squads right now, Carlisle and Barrow and my inbox for days was abuse from Carlisle. <laughs> How can you say that? We've got one of the best man. I said, but no. you. I put on my tweet saying it can change between now and then. Mm. It will change. But right now, you and I said this to me, right now, you are shit. <laughs> that was how I just put the it. The thing with Carlisle going into this season is I don't know how they're going to do because they've got Paul Simpson who did well towards the back end of last year, who I think was one of the managers that was getting an interview for our job in January. But I don't know how they'll do. I think for me, it's Harrogate and Grimsby and then those that just survive. Are... Grimsby will be fine. I, Grimsby will be well, I think Harrogate will definitely be in trouble this season. I think I t- I tell you what, if there was one side out of the four that went down from League One that I think could be in trouble more than anyone, I crew. think it'll be Crew. I'm thinking Crew and I'm at this stage. I'm thinking Crew and Harrogate might actually go down, but I think it could be Harrogate Crew. It was between Harrogate Crew and Stevenage. So so for me, I, on the Grimsby thing, the top ten of the National League is better than the bottom half of League Two. Yeah. Like, that's... that's It, it, it just it just seems... Wrexham don't go up this season, I'll laugh. I'll but laugh. Yeah, yeah. But but I think I, I I would very strongly say I believe you are wrong about Stevenage. I cannot see... I don't... I think this will be, for Stevenage, this will be the season that they look back on as a turning point for them. Like, as, from being down there, struggling... This is it. We don't like Carlisle, and that's why we say it's a joke. You know, between can Stevenage and... get anywhere close back to League One, though? I, I think they'll get playoffs. If you want me to be brutally honest, Matt, to be honest with you, early on, my prediction was probably between Harrogate, Crew, and Grimsby to go down, and then my top seven was probably Bradford, Stockport, Oz, Gillingham, um, Tranmere, Walsall, and I'm going to say it, maybe Swindon. Then you're leaving out Mansfield, Northampton. Mansfield, I think, Crawley. will bottle it. I think Northampton, I think Crawley, Crawley need another season. Northampton will bottle it and Mansfield will bottle it. Crawley will be top four. And one like, and we're not just saying that, by the way. Can we just make a point? We're not just saying that because we're sponsored by Crawley's owners. Um, <laughs> we're not just saying that. We, we, are, we have said and we've been open with Preston from Wagner United. If they are doing shit, we will tell them they are doing shit. Yeah. That's what this is about. It's, it's a fan thing. We are football fans. <clears throat> but Crawley, the way they have been this summer, will be up there. Like, they they will be. They, well, they, they basically said if they're not promoted by the end of the season, the owners will, a bit, will basically say, right, do you want us to continue or not? This is make I mean, or break for them. For me, that's a, that's a, for me, that's a poor attitude to have as an owner. You should be back in the project 100% of the way anyway. They are, they are back in the project, but what they're saying is, and I agree 100% with this, owners aren't held accountable. Right. Well, yeah, no, it's the players on the not, pitch and the manager who does the tactics. Yeah, 
so what they're saying is, if we we they came in and said we'll be promoted in two years, two seasons will be promoted. If we're not promoted in two seasons, we've not done our job. We will. What they'll do is they'll put it to a fan vote and say, hmm. "Do you want us? Do we change the board or not?" That's, that's why I think. Board? That's why I think Crawley need another season because I think they'll do it in their second season. But I, don't, I just don't this think it'll be second season. I think the top three, though, I'm confident the top three will be Bradford, Stockport, and Doncaster. I think Gillingham will win the playoffs, but I think it's between us three. No, this is stop. This, this is Crawley's second season coming now. This is it. Oh right. Oh fair this enough. Is, I think. This is the second well, season they've got to. Basically, if it gets to January, I guarantee if it gets to January and Crawley are eighth or ninth in the league, you will see some stupid money signings made by Crawley in January. To get my my worry with Crawley is: can they get Don Telford working the same way that Newport got them working? Can they work him in the best way to get the goals that he got last season at Newport? And that's why I was cautious about maybe us trying to go for Don Telford because I didn't want him in a system where he wasn't going to score goals and I think that's why we went for George Miller at the end of the day because Telford's a target man and Miller's a pressing forward and a pressing forward is what we needed so I don't think that's why we went for Telford in the end but it's going to be an interesting world. season yeah, he's, got, he's got a world he didn't he grant against Hearts phenomenal Don Telford, phenomenal it's going to be an interesting Hearts. interesting season I think for all four of us <laughs> And it's going well, to be good to see where we I'm, all end up. Yeah. Like I said, I'm confident it's going to be us, Bradford and Stockport going up automatically and Gillingham winning the playoffs. But... Oh, you'd take that, wouldn't you, Matt? You'd take, you'll take that. Either <laughs> um, Gillingham third or we go up in the playoffs. It's between us and Gillingham for third and fourth going up in that. But I think it'll be us, Bradford and Stockport. I think I've got confidence. I, can't uh, I think wait we'll finish for the fans hear this. You know Mansfield what? are going to bottle. I, I think Mansfield will bottle it. I just think they're going to bottle it on the last day because I think it will be between four or five teams for, six, for seventh place again. Because I think so, it's that tight. So I'm going to I'm going to just quickly. This is going to be the last question. And we are going to wrap up. This is going to be the end of it, guys. But this is the last question for you. Then we've asked about uh, who we think the dark horse are going to be. Who do you think are going to be the underachievers? Who do you think should be up there that are going to struggle? Just give us a name. That's all I want. Up there, I, I'll, go I'll go first. Based on the way Charles been bigging up his team, Doncaster Rovers. <laughs> I'm going to say the same. Seriously, the question. That's why I asked the question. I think, seriously. I, I think that you. I'll be honest. Last season, League Two was hard. Like we we covered it from like earlier on, and then we started doing this. It is. It was this season. It is going to be. Horrific. I've I got. Think oh, I'm not going to deny that. I've got at the moment, based on signings and what I've been looking at over the summer, out of the four teams that came down from League One at the moment, I've not got any of us higher than a tenth or eleventh at this stage. Who have you got first? Not Bradford. Oh, <laughs> Is it Stockport? You have to watch next weekend. Oh, I'm going okay. to watch next weekend, but what wait, I'm going to so, say wait, to you so now four, is... You see, all four, no, so all four promoted teams, no relegated teams from League One are no, no higher than 10th? Not at the moment. Oh, I just wow. think there's, there's a lot of teams coming down. There's so many teams that are going to spend more money than all of them teams. I think Crew are in massive trouble. Wimbledon haven't oh, yeah. signed enough. They've signed good players, but I don't think they've signed enough. They've lost their best player. Yeah. Look, Sheffrey's got huge question marks over him. And... You were very, very poor last season. That takes a lot. I mean, to be shitter than us. <laughs> I think I think we were doomed. I think we were doomed six months into the season anyway. I think we were I think we knew we were relegated. I think that's why we brought in McSheffrey because League Two is a building league and McSheffrey's gonna 
take more time so we weren't looking at the first six months with McSheffrey. But but that's that's the know. point. Just be there. League two's a building league. You you you're going to need more than a season. It's really? not an easy. It, this season's going to be harder than last season, and last season was horrible. Forest Green was seventeen points clear. Grant seventeen points point, clear. Oh, and, and almost bottled it. Yeah, and that I think I think going into the second to last game of the season, anyone from first to seventh could win the league. Uh, sorry, from second to seventh could go up automatic, and from uh, third to eleventh could get in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's going to be tight. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be tight. And I do get the question marks over Gary McSheffrey because there was question marks over because of his inexperience. But like I said, it could go the Paul Warren way. It could go the Liam Richardson way or it could go completely the opposite way where it fails. It's a gamble 50-50. But is your budget the Paul Warren at Rotherham and the same as um, Liam Richardson at Wigan? No. No, no, I know that for a fact. What is your budget, guys? Do you know roughly what your budgets are? Ours is about eight quid and a burger. (laughs) <laughs> Sweet. When do I start? Where do you want um, to play? Just the burger. I think we. Yeah. I think. I think the owners say all the time. I think. I think the owners told me that it was like fourteenth uh, highest in League One at the time, but I don't know how true that is. Um, well, I mean, I mean, can I give you my underachievers as as well as Doncaster? I think Swindon as well. I think Swindon will underachieve this season as well as Doncaster. <laughs> I don't I'm, think at this stage what Swindon do, if Swindon finish mid-table, I don't think that will be an underachievement. No. I think if you looked at the end of last season, it would have been. If you'd have said to them at the end of last season, you're going to finish 14th, <clears> like 15th next season. But based on right now, I don't think Swindon fans will feel that with the squad they've built right now, it'll be underachieving. I think... I think that Yeah. That's the reason why I had them in seventh was because I think they'll just do it on the last day over like four other teams. I think it'll be again. that tight again. Again, swinging again, again, um, again. Um, my guys, biggest underachievers are probably going to be Tranmere every year. <laughs> Tranmere, they were Tranmere. second until they were second it's, until I think it's, 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 it's no surprise. I just don't think they've got enough to challenge Bradford, Stockport. I the reason why I picked us to go to pick, us to go third rather than underachieve is because I've got confidence that McSheffrey's delivering the right things at the moment and the, the structure of the football club's better and just everything's going our way this summer. And when things go your way before the season starts, you have that feeling that something's going to happen that's great this year. That's why it's I've got confidence we're going to go up this year because it's going to be it, everything's just gone for us this summer so far. Everything's just gone the, for us. The issue, the issue is everything's gone for about ten teams this summer in League Two. That's the That's problem. Fair. That's we're fair. all we're all like I feel like that. I know Stockport do, Crawley do. It's, I don't think Wimbledon are go. I don't think Wimbledon are going to go up. I think Crew will be in trouble. Gillingham will be up there, and I think we'll be up there out of the relegated teams. That'll be interesting. As I said, it's going to be an interesting season, and I'm sticking to my guns of saying that. The team that wins the league will score less than 75 points. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be tight. Um, But I I will say this. I will say this for a fact. If, and I think we start the season, we're about 10 out of 15 promoted teams in our first 10, 15 games. If we lose eight or nine of those 15 games, or if we lose three quarters of those games, the fans will call for McSheffrey's heads. But if we win most of those games or stay unbeaten for most of those games, 
then McSheffrey, I think, could be the man to take us forward. But I think it's a Michael Owen statement I've ever heard. <laughs> it's just a Michael Owen statement. Basically, basically if we the, do bad, the manager will get sacked. If we do well, no, we'll celebrate. No, basically, where I stand is if we do as well as we want to to do to start the season, if we if we match up to these promotion contenders for the first 10, 15 games, we'll have a great season. If not, McSheffrey will get his head called for. And probably Steve Air will probably be the next manager because we'll probably appoint internally. But the first 10, 15 games will define how our start of the season is going to go. Because we're against promotion contenders for most of the first half of this season. Well, we got there in the end, guys. <laughs> we've, managed to, we've managed to actually record an episode with you guys on it. This is a beautiful thing. But guys, Matt, Aaron, thank you very much for coming on. This is my coat hanger. Um, it's the first podcast that you've been on with a coat hanger as well, I'm guessing, Matt. I, uh... I think everything begins with C, doesn't it? <laughs> you know what? I spelt, when you said that, then I spelt coat hanger wrong in my own head, thinking, what's he on about? I spelled it with a K. <laughs> um, and a sock. Um, but no, do you know what? Guys, honestly, really appreciate you coming on. It's good to have you. No, it's been good fun. Thank you very much. It's been we fantastic. About what you guys do. We know nothing about your squad. Uh, Matt, I, I, I like your podcast. The, the the responses that you get to what you do is incredible. Like, I think I said that to you. The numbers yeah. and the things that you get Thank are you. awesome. And it's, it's really good to see. And I think, welcome to League Two, boys. That's all I'll say. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I've... I've loved doing the League Two. I've loved doing League Two videos on my own channel. It's been great fun at the minute, sir. Welcome to League Two. It's going to be shit. <laughs> get ready. We'll get try and get ready. out of it as soon as possible and try and get back to playing Birmingham and Reading in 12 months' time. Do you know what's going to happen, right? Stevenage are going to do a double over Donny, right? <laughs> That's going to be the thing there, right? We can't. Gonna, do it. We can't no, they are. And Donny are going to beat all of us. <laughs> so I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it was the reverse last season because we pretty much lost to nearly everybody and did the double over MK franchise. So, you know, it was it was pretty much as simple as that. So it could be a role reverse this season. But you know no, I've loved, do? I've loved doing lead two videos that so far this year. So uh, hopefully that stays with the vlogs uh, going to yeah. a different away trips this year. So, oh, oh. oh before. Are we doing it? Guys, this is the I promise you this is the last thing. Matt, Aaron, are you up for a challenge? Matt, I already know Aaron's up for it because he's just told us. Matt, are you up for a challenge? Go on then. Right, so last season, what we thought was, what happens if Bradford or Hartlepool get promoted? We can't, like, what we're going to do because we don't follow League Two sides then. Right, or if you get relegated, by the way. So what we did was, me, Grant and Chris spun a wheel 1-24 to and whatever that wheel landed on, that was our team for the season. I got Stockport, Grant got Salford, Salford. Chris got Leighton Orient. Um, the Stevenage fan that we had on last week, he drew... Doncaster. He got hey, come on, let's do it for Chris. We've got someone else uh, who we know who's drawn Grimsby. What you have to do is at some point in the season, any point in the season, get to a home game for that team. You can't go when you're, when you're playing them. You go to a home game as a fan of that. Like, you don't have to be as a fan. Obviously, people know you're not. But like, what we've done is I'm in touch with the Stockport podcast. So I can't just use the Gillingham away game as that. No. <laughs> yeah, you have to I'm go. And... <laughs> you have to essentially. Um... But you have to vlog it. Oh, no. And like, and like just basically meet their fans, 
go in, just see. It, it, it gives you a little bit of an interesting thing. What I will say, only one person's turned us down right at the moment, and that's the Stockport fan. So do you want to be in the yes with about nine people that have said yes and are really excited, or the no with one person? It should be you and I'm going to get... I know for a fact, if I choose a certain team or two, I'm going to get pelted by Diard Rovers fans calling me a traitor. Are you in or not? <laughs> are you in or not? Yes or no, guys? <laughs> yes! Aaron, you're in. I'm not going to say no. Go right, on, so then. Gonna, Go on, then. spin the wheel. Grant, you get the league table up. I'm oh, it's all fucking gone. It's not in alphabetical order from where I can see it on flash scores. Just go BBC, you weirdo. I'm just going to right. Do you know oh, what I'm going to do? Do you know what I'm going to do? Right, here, sorry, I'll get it here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to let you see it. Oh, my I'm going to let you see it because I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm scamming you here. So share, share screen, window, quick. This is it's the end it. of my bank account. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. We'll sort that for you. So can you, you can all see this, yeah? Yep. Here we go. Matt, I'm spinning for you first. Right. Oh, so hopefully it's not one that we've drawn already. 21. 21st. You have drawn. Are you ready for this? Who do you think you've drawn? Someone fucking Northern based. <laughs> You've got Sutton United. That's, that's local, I'll take that. <laughs> so you're going to Sutton. Uh, Aaron, I'm going to spin again for you. Oh, no. I'm so worried about this. I'm so worried. Don't be Mansfield. Don't be Mansfield. Don't be Mansfield. Be Stevenage. 11. We have Harrogate, Harrogate Town. I'll take that. That's North Yorkshire. It's not too far yeah, away. You'd, so you'd, you'd I'll take, take Harrogate it. all day long. What I will say it. is that the, the Stevenage fan was so excited to do it. So excited to do it. We spun the wheel and he drew Stevenage. <laughs> we had to spin it again. <laughs> and and but, who did the Stevenage fan draw again? Doncaster. Doncaster. Yeah, so he's That's coming to you. So, yeah, so we'll put him in touch with you. Um, but guys, thank you very much for coming on. We've, we've done a long, this, I think it's the longest one we've actually done. Um, so fair play, it's been fun. Um, Grant, do the usual, walk us out. I'm going for a poo. Okay, so guys, guys, are you not staying for this end, but come on, stay, stay. Or I have, you know why I have stay. to stay? Do you know why I have yeah. to stay? Because the door the toilet's room. there and I'm not wearing any pants. Right, guys, everyone, thank you very much for listening once again. Don't forget, follow, like it, like our page on Facebook, like this when it goes up, comment, whatever you want, we don't care, just comment something, share it out to your friends, follow us on Twitter, retweet it, quote, tweet it, like this, follow it, give everyone here, give Aaron, Aaron a follow, give Jones the Blood follow. Um, it's been fantastic podcasting with these guys tonight. I'm not just saying that, it has been it's been great fun. We've it's loved so it. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Rate us five stars. Someone's brought a rating down and decided not to rate us five stars on Spotify. God say on purpose. Probably was when it left, but rate us five stars. Comment whatever the hell you want. We don't care what you comment. It doesn't count towards a rating. Just rate us five out of five. Do the same on Apple Podcasts as well. Give us a follow. Join us on our Discord community. Come and join it. It's good fun to have a chat about football. We like doing it. We like to call ourselves a community. Uh, it's better than anything that's going. It's good fun. Also, shout out to the sponsors, Wagner United. Thank you very much once again for all you guys do. Woohoo! Everyone, microphones. you've been the lower league look. <laughs>
Thank you.